You are listening to the award-winning, leading children's gardening educator, Lee Connolly, the Skinny Jean Gardener and my daddy. Coming up on this week's Skinny Jean Gardener podcast. And it ended with the best thing for me, curriculum. And everyone in that room clapped and cheered. All with the same aim, right? I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell you about this, but... Um, I'm going to anyway. You're on this journey with me, right? So we're like a team of people pushing for children's gardening to be in school. That gave me a boost. I was like, yes, everyone. I knew that a lot of people are, are behind this. And I feel a little bit now I'm dipping my toe into politics here. And we all know. Um, but before that, as a parent, I know it can be challenging to resist the law of technology and the never-ending stream of notifications that come with it. But it's important to remember that our children crave our attention and presence more than any device ever could. One way to combat the distraction of technology is to set aside dedicated time each day to be fully present with your children. This could mean turning off the phone during meal times, taking a walk together without any devices, or just getting outside gardening, away from social media. Another helpful strategy is to limit your own screen time and model healthy digital habits for your children. By setting boundaries around your technology use, you'll not only be present with your children, but you'll also be teaching them the importance of balance and self-care. Remember, the moments we share with our children are fleeting, and it's up to us to make the most of them. By prioritising presence over technology, we can strengthen our relationships with our children and create lasting memories that will stay with us for years to come. So if you're with family or friends right now, turn off this podcast, put down the phone, and go and create some real memories. For everyone else, welcome to the Skinny Jean Gardener Podcast. everyone and welcome to the skinny jean gardener podcast let's hey let's not make a big thing of it just yeah just we've changed going back to skinny jean gardener don't worry about it right don't worry hey today on the podcast as you may have heard i talk a little bit about recently uh going as recent as uh wednesday going back to parliament my second time in a month going back to parliament some really interesting things coming out of that around uh, children's gardening and education, which you know, if you're a follower of the podcast, I have been talking about a lot. Uh, but tell you one thing, I was in Bracknell the other day, le- the lexicon, right? Uh, doing sow and grow sessions. Wow. Let me just say thank you. If you're from Bracknell and maybe you saw me in for the first time, now are listening to the podcast, thank you. What an incredible weekend. We did 230 sow and grows in one weekend. And that, uh, I say we, I mean me, uh, that is a Skinny Jean Gardener world record. Honestly, unbelievable. Uh, So much fun. And hopefully we've got lots of people inspired. And we saved the bees as well as we were sowing wildflowers for future growing in the garden. 
uh, coming up on the today's podcast, like I said, I am talking about Parliament. Also, uh, we've got Olive. Also, we're going down the bottom of the garden. And also, new feature to the podcast. Uh, well, we're, actually, it's not a new feature, but we're bringing it back because I really enjoyed it. Because um, we've had George the teacher on. We had uh, the lovely Jane Perone on. I want to get some other voices on here. So, uh, my good friend, Mr. Richard Suggett, who you probably have heard before on this podcast, if you're an OG, uh, is coming on. And he's going to give some tips for veg growing as well. So, an absolute jam-packed podcast coming right up. Uh, Now, one person I did miss quite a lot last week, as I said, in the May half term, was Olive. And we did get some time with each other. But uh, this week, we're going to ask her another Gardening question. Let's see what she comes up with. Why would you wear odd socks? Oh, Olive! Darling, they're not Olive. No, no, listen, no, it's very edgy. Hello, everyone. Just now on the Skinnington Gardener Woods. How to get kids? Gardening. <laughs> and, and like, 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 Olive. It's time for everyone's favourite part of the show. It's Olive. And I'm asking Olive a different gardening question every single week. And this week's question is, how do you attract pollinators to your garden? Pollinators? What? I know what pollinate is, what pollinators? <laughs> what do you think? We talk about this a lot in my shows and stuff, so you've got to really use your mind. What about pollinators? What are pollinators? And in fact, I came to your school literally uh, a few weeks ago and I talked about it to your class. Pollinating. I know what pollinate is. The more I say the word, I forget about what it means. <laughs> no, it's true though. Um, pollinate is something that bees do, isn't it? Aha! So yeah. what pollinators? Bees! Yes! Right, that's what pollinators are. How do we attract them? How do we attract them to our garden? Flowers, like sunflowers, right? Is that one? Yeah. Just basically flowers, like sunflowers, daisies. Wildflowers. Wildflowers, yeah, that's a good one. Um, um, what are they? The yellow ones, not sunflowers. The ones that. Not the ones that tell you if you like butter. Buttercups. No, not them ones. The other ones that I like them, but have... Dandelions. Uh, yeah, dandy... Or dandelions are the ones where you blow. No, dandelions are the yellow ones. Yeah, they're them ones. And what about the ones that you blow? I don't... Like, the fairy ones. Hmm. Um, what are they called? I don't know. They're fairy plants. <laughs> they're not called fairy plants. Wishing plants. Yeah, they're wishing. Yeah, they're called them wishing plants now. Rename them. Because you right. Anything else we can do to attract pollinators apart from planting plants? Ooh, um, <coughs> maybe could lots of colours. A bee hotel. Yes. Um, a bee home. A bee home, yep. A bee house. A bee house, brilliant. A bee flat. Okay, you're just saying things, you're just saying different words for a house. Yeah, um, okay. 
uh, maybe you could, <laughs> sorry, um, oh, I can't think of anymore, can you? Uh, what about just giving them a little bit of water to like, no, water? Water. Actually, do you know what I say? Water. Kills bees. Actually, well, no, sometimes they come down and have a drink, but one the other day, I saved a bee who was drowning. Really? I forgot to tell you about it. He was like in, you know, the top of the hot tub, yeah. humble brag, hot, top of the hot tub, they got the, the lid and it's filled with water a little bit. I heard this and he was trying to rewrite himself. He'd done how he'd fallen backwards. Did he get stung? No, no, I just got a bit of paper and just helped him back out and off he flew. There's another way you can kill bees, but we don't want bees to die. And on that no, note... No, no, wait, no, you don't want bees to die, but... Because That's when they sting... No, not a way to kill them. No. Like, if they sting you, you, you have to stay still, because if you run, they would come after you. Yeah, they get so, a train. So if they sting you, that means they die, but as if we say wasps, they just carry on. Very true. Oh, remember you had a wasp, a wasp hive in your um, shed once. Yeah, it was about and, the. Sp- and it, we had to put it in a jar because it was going crazy and it had all babies. And then what happened to it? Is it st- it's still up there. Let's not talk about that. Right. <laughs> it's still up there. Yeah, it was a very small little thing. Yeah. No, it was dangerous. It's it And on that note, Olive, see you next week. Mum nearly got stinged by it. Down at the bottom of the garden, among the birds and the bees. Just good idea. A little lot of little people. They call the part into bees. There's creepy black eyed bees Keep it a secret now. There's creepy black happy and keep it a secret now, please. This gives me an idea. There's zippy happy and the sweepy. And all the parting to peace. The parting to peace. Well, as you've heard, uh, it's been a busy week or so, which means I've not really managed to come down to this garden a lot. But it is looking after itself. That's one good thing about having a small garden sort of looks after itself which is quite nice although it does need a water i can see everything is a little bit just a little bit dry um let's have a little look around see what's going on uh firstly let's start with the floor the weeds are starting to come through but i quite like that amongst the plants that i've planted up um that's quite nice bit of greenery and the lavender just showing just a little purple shoots on top just coming through that potato planter the stacked one is actually working with the compost I put put in it. I wasn't quite sure because it wasn't fresh compost; it was uh, reused. But we're getting those green shoots pop through, which means we've got potatoes growing. That'd be really interesting to see what potatoes are going to be coming out of that. Coming round to the trug, and the carrots are looking good. I'm just seeing the tops of some little carrots as well. When oh, look at them! Oh, you can't see them, can you? Because it's audio, but they're growing under there. The question is when. But the carrots that I sowed 
just not doing much. And I think maybe because I've not been watering them properly, they, them seeds really needed a, a constant water. Uh, the pea plants are looking good. Unfortunately, the chilli plant looks like something's been having a go at it. And the tomato plants, not massive progress, but they are there somewhere. Um, I thought they'd be a bit taller, but I'm not quite sure if it's a bit shady there. I'm not sure. Come around as we come around on this quick tour today, the apple tree. We're getting some apples. We're going to get a couple of apples off this this year, which I'm quite impressed about. And strawberries. Well, we're going to have so many strawberries this year just from this small garden. Got loads already on the plants, which is amazing. And the beans that I planted up behind are starting to grow up the grill, which is very, very exciting indeed. One thing that I'm a bit disappointed with myself with, with is I still haven't planted up my wall planter i still haven't built that desk that i wanted to build there's loads of different bits in this garden that i still haven't had a chance and one of the things that i thought is this year let's make sure i keep growing that's the biggest thing for me as these months start to get a bit busy growing is pivotal to the success of this garden and then start writing a list because over winter not a lot goes on in the garden we don't do loads of grow your own and, uh, and that is going to be the time to build that desk, I think. I don't think I'm going to get round to it. I'm not. I'm going to try, but I don't think I will this year. So concentrating on looking after the plants, getting them growing. I've got loads to plant up in here as well. Loads of seeds in the uh, shed that need to go out here. And this weekend on Saturday, I'm going to spend a little bit of time just doing that. Maybe get up a little bit early in the morning come down there and plant some bits up and give it a really good water but overall i'm really happy of how this garden's looking and uh i think for this year it's going to be a success but each and every year i do want to keep growing it uh, and i've just seen my clematis i still haven't put anything up for it to grow up yet so no wonder it's not enjoying itself but uh but yeah so yeah, that's the part of gardening maybe we need to spend a little bit of time relaxing it as well that's the thing right we always forget that but for now it's looking pretty good find out next week what i get up to when i have a little bit more time around the garden Just a real quick one, School Guard Success is the ultimate resource for primary school teachers looking to inspire their students to connect with nature, grow their own food and care for wildlife. School Guard Success offers a comprehensive range of resources and tools to support educators in teaching children how to develop and maintain a thriving school garden. With our expertly designed lesson plans tailored to meet the needs of primary school children, you can easily incorporate gardening into your curriculum and bring science and environmental studies to life. Our extensive range of high-quality gardening equipment and supplies, including seeds, compost, planters and more, will ensure that your garden is set up for success and will provide your students with the tools they need to take ownership of their learning and build a connection with the natural world. At School Gun Success, we understand the challenges of teaching in today's fast-paced and demanding education system, which is why we've created a one-stop shop for all your gardening needs. From online tutorials and how-to guides to expert advice and support, we're here to help you every step of the way. 
So whether you're a seasoned gardener or just starting out, visit schoolgardensuccess.co.uk today and discover the benefits of bringing the joy of gardening to your classroom. Now, back to the podcast. Time for an expert, yeah! Hello Skinny Jean Gardener listeners, it's Richard here and Lee has asked me to share some veg growing tips. Now my first tip for this episode is a very obvious one, but it's to grow food that you actually eat. Now this may sound incredibly obvious, but it is always amazing to me when people grow food that they don't actually eat. And in fact, Lee often shares a story that when he first started gardening, he grew onions but him and his wife never really ate onions. But now I know one thing that Olive absolutely loves is strawberries. So instead of growing onions, he would grow strawberries to use that space and stop things going wasted. All of which is very, very important. So there we go. My first tip for you guys. I'm come back again next week with number two. Thank you so much to Mr. Richard Suggerair. He's going to be on the show for a few weeks to come with his top tips. Right, let me talk to you about Parliament as I headed back there once again for another time in one whole month. Uh, what a day. What a day. I literally just messaged someone saying, I found the whole day enlightening. Like, I, I, I'm seeing behind the curtain of what goes on. And uh, without this, I don't want to make this sound like I'm big-headed. But it's took me 10 years to really get to this point where I'm speaking to some of the industry's biggest experts and people in this industry that uh, could or, or do make some big differences to stuff. And uh, and I'm in the same room as them. And I wanted to make sure that I took that opportunity to speak to the people uh, that I needed to speak to. And honestly, it was a, a great day. It was I was only in Parliament for two hours. Um, and there was uh, obviously a bits before and afterwards. But I found it very interesting. I spoke... Well, let's talk about the speeches first. There was a couple of speeches. Um, one from Jim Carter, who is from Downton Abbey. I'm not really sure. I've not watched Downton Abbey before. But he talked about gardening and the passion behind it. And it ended with the best thing for me, curriculum. And the, everyone in that room clapped and cheered. All with the same aim, right? And... That gave me a boost. I was like, yes, everyone. I knew that a lot of people are, are behind this. But, I, you know, I'm, when I'm talking about this sort of stuff, I'm talking to a crowd of people that all support it. So now we need to actually look at doing it as well. Alan Titchmarsh gave a great discussion as well. It's a great speech. Um, again, Children's Garden popped up in that speech as well. And then I had, I, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to tell you about this, but um, I'm going to anyway. You're on this journey with me, right? So we're like a team of people pushing for children's gardening to be in school. And I had a, I won't say names, but I had an interesting conversation with an MP. And it was about uh, getting gardening into curriculum. And we had an amazing conversation and I told her what I thought about how the how teachers need to be supported, how funding needs to come into school, and and how there needs to be a direction, not just money thrown at it and hoping for the best, actual direction for uh, children's garden and curriculum-based learning. And at the end of it, I was like, I'm very open and all, I'm, like, I'm very straightforward, right, when I talk to people. I was like, I'll happily give you evidence. They were asking for evidence for the 
for this. I said, I'll happily write you some evidence, spend a bit of time on it. Is this going to make any difference? And I naively thought the answer would be yes. This we're going to make big changes in this. This is going to really... The answer that came back was not negative, but it was also, well, you know what these things are like. Like, this might and probably will not go anywhere. Um, and that is a little bit what I am dipping my toe into here, people, of a guy that has been, if you've followed from the start, on stage, entertaining children, podcasting, you know, doing all this fun stuff around children's gardening. I feel a little bit now, I'm dipping my toe into politics here, and we all know, um, however much we've looked into it before, we all know how slow and sometimes not very productive that side of things are. So let's see how we get on, is, is what I'm saying. I am more energised and excited than ever off the back of going there. Um, we've got the right people we're talking to and uh, we can only but push forwards. I did say to someone the other day, I was like, I'm here now. Actually, I said literally at Parliament, I was like, I'm here. I've got 10 years in my head to get this done. It's not going to be ready for my daughter, but for other children around the UK, we can actually make this happen. We can really do a lot of good. So let's see how we get on. I want to give you a little bit of an update around that as well. Um, and tell you how I got on yesterday and I appreciate all your messages from people on social uh, that have uh, wished me luck uh, on that uh, path of um, success maybe I don't know uh, anyway there you go that's this week's podcast I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you have some good times in the garden hey remember whack some sun cream on you don't want to get burnt in that sunshine and uh, also enjoy some time with the kids that's what it's all about right Right, much love. I shall speak to you next week. In, oh, well, yeah. One ending. Thank you.